best of original music composed for films, television, and video games. This is Cinematic Sound. The gentle end credit cue from John Williams' Academy Award-winning score to the 1974 classic Jaws. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio. We're celebrating Cinematic Sound Radio's 17th anniversary on the program today. And on the program, we're featuring great end credit cues. Well, we ended our first part with the first of the Wyatt Earp pictures released in 1994. So let's begin this part with the second and just as entertaining film, Tombstone. Technically, this film was released first in 1993, Christmas Day in the United States, but the rest of the world saw it in 1994. Tombstone was directed by George P. Cosmatos and starred Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, and Sam Elliott, among others. Another great cast. The score for the film was composed by Bruce Broughton, who replaced Jerry Goldsmith on the project due to other commitments. Goldsmith had worked with Cosmatos on the Cassandra Crossing, Rambo First Blood Part II, and Leviathan. For Tombstone, Broughton wrote one of his greatest scores, which included one of the great end credit cues called Looking at Heaven. It's an eight-minute powerhouse full of thematic orchestral goodness. We go from that score into one of the greatest scores of all time. For me, this is one of the top five scores of all time. John Debney's Cutthroat Island. The end credit cue is called its only gold in end credits. The piece begins with a three-and-a-half-minute finale cue, where Gina Davis's character convinces her crew to find more treasure. Once the credits begin, Debney's piece explodes with a triumphant performance of the film's main theme, which segues into the love theme. After the love theme, we get the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom John Williams SQ called Morgan Takes the Ship, which gets a spirited performance. The piece then ends in spectacular fashion, all performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. And now, here are two great end credit cues from Tombstone by Bruce Broughton and Cutthroat Island by John Debney.
credits from Cutthroat Island by John Debney, and the end credits from Tombstone by Bruce Broughton. Take another break, but when we return, we'll feature more music by Alan Silvestri. We'll also hear another cue by Joel McNeely. We'll be right back right after this as we celebrate Cinematic Sound's 17th anniversary. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. The end title from the 1962 seafaring adventure Damn the Defiance, starring Alec Guinness, Dirk Bogard, and Maurice Denham, with original score composed by Clifton Parker. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio's 17th anniversary celebration. My name is Eric Woods, and I'm your host. We return to the music of Alan Silvestri with the much-celebrated end title piece from Predator 2, starring Danny Glover, as a veteran police officer who must track down another predator who is terrorizing the urban jungle of Los Angeles. The director of the film was Stephen Hopkins, who would work with Silvestri a couple more times on Judgment Night and Blown Away. Silvestri's almost nine-minute end credit cue is an unstoppable ball of energy. This piece begins with the Skywalker Symphony Orchestra performing Silvestri's classic Predator theme from the original 1987 picture. The theme segues into a highlight package full of jungle rhythms and orchestral stingers, along with the familiar music from the first film. It's nothing short of spectacular. We end this suite with Joel McNeely's lyrical end credit cue from the 1994 film Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, which was a highly inaccurate Disney production based on the life of an actual historical Native American figure named Squanto and his life prior to and including the arrival of of the Mayflower in 1620. McNeely's score is about as traditional as you can get, with a stunning end credit piece summing up all the major themes in a nice, lush, lyrical, and exciting four-minute package. And now music from Predator 2 by Alan Silvestri and Squanto, A Warrior's Tale by Joel McNeely.
The end credit piece from Squanto, A Warrior's Tale by Joel McNeely. And the classic end credits from Predator 2 with original score by Alan Silvestri. We have to take another break, but when we return to our celebration of Cinematic Sound Radio's 17th anniversary, we'll listen to music composed by James Horner. We'll also hear some music from David Shire and more Alan Silvestri. That's right. We do have another piece from Alan Silvestri. We'll have that for you when we come back out of the break. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. The end credit cue from the 1957 film Peyton Place, with the original score composed by the legendary Franz Waxman. Last suite we'll present for you during this part of the show will feature first music composed by James Horner. I've chosen to highlight his music from a Walt Disney picture called A Far Off Place, released in 1993, starring Reese Witherspoon, and was directed and was the directorial debut of Academy Award-nominated cinematographer Mikkel Solomon was a director of photography on The Abyss, and The Far Off Place was based on a pair of novels. In 1993 alone, James Horner worked on 10 films. 10! What were the others? Pelican Brief, We're Back at Dinosaur Story, Boffa, Man Without a Face, Searching for Bobby Fischer, House of Cards, Once Upon a Forest, Jack the Bear, and Swing Kids. All of that, along with The Far Off Place, written in one year. Far Off Place features an incredible end title suite, which is based on one lone theme, but what Horner does with this theme is brilliant, as it starts off rather quiet and gathers steam before a massive climax, which begins with about one minute left in the piece. It's all goosebumps from there. It's about as classic of an end title cue as you're going to get from Mr. Horner. We then move on to David Shire's end credit piece from the bizarre Wizard of Oz sequel called Return to Oz, released in 1985. The family friendliness of the original 1939 production was gone as director Walter Murch wanted to tell a more darker tale based on the second and third books in the series, with Dorothy returning to Oz only to find the beloved land destroyed. Dorothy must go on another journey with different companions to help restore Oz to its former glory. David Shire wrote a splendid score highlighted by a beautiful string-led main theme which gets a great workout during the end credits of the picture. Alan Silvestri makes another return to the show with a fun end title cue from the zany 1997 film called Mouse Hunt. Silvestri has written many fantastic scores throughout his career, Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, The Abyss, The Mummy Returns, and you can add Mouse Hunt to the list. Silvestri's end credit cue sums up all the delightful themes from this ridiculously entertaining score that really should be in everyone's collection. And now, music from A Far Off Place by James Horner. Return to Oz by David Shire and Mouse Hunt. 
by Alan Silvestri.